Is John Fetterman right on China? It's September 28th, 2023, and these are your headlines. Those concerned about China's purchases of American land apparently have an unlikely ally in Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman. Yes, that John Fetterman. During a congressional meeting this week, Fetterman stated, quote, the Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. I believe that. He also suggested taking it back. He said, I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all their farmland. Maybe not the most eloquent way to put it, but do I find myself agreeing with John Fetterman? He's right. China is indeed recalling all three of the panda bears currently living in the Smithsonian National Zoo. Two of those pandas have been on loan to the U.S. since 2000, and the third was born in the National Zoo. However, all three are slated to return to China by December 7th. But more importantly than that, while China recalls its property, it's also buying up American land. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, Chinese firms and investors have bought nearly 400,000 acres of U.S. land. Some of that land was bought in Texas, near Laughlin Air Force Base, and even more in North Dakota, near Grand Forks Air Force Base. The Texas Scorecard has chronicled this phenomenon in an investigative series, as well as a season of our podcast, Exposed. So, what has Texas done to stop this? Nothing. Yet, at least. Senate Bill 147 by State Senator Lois Kolkhorst would have banned the ownership of Texas agricultural land, mineral interests, and timber by companies, citizens, or governmental entities of countries designated by the federal government as threats to U.S. national security. While the bill didn't name specific countries, the measure was designed to apply to all countries listed in the previous three annual threat assessments of the U.S. intelligence community. Currently, that measure would apply to China, North Korea, Iran, and Russia. Despite public interest in protecting Texas's land and resources, State Representative Todd Hunter, who was appointed to chair the House State Affairs Committee by Speaker Dade Phelan, never gave the legislation a hearing. So it passed the Senate, it went to the House, and it died. A coming special session, however, marks another chance for the legislature to fix the problem before it's too late. Do you think the U.S. military should be engaging in drag shows and Pride Month celebrations? No? Well, if you don't, then you might find yourself at odds with Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez. This week, Representative Chip Roy, also from Texas, offered an amendment to the spending bill in Congress that would have stripped federal funding from drag shows and so-called Pride events at the U.S. Department of Defense. Congressman Roy pointed to an instance where the U.S. Marine Corps tweeted a Pride Month image with rainbow-tipped bullets on a Marine helmet. In another example, the U.S. Air Force posted an image of a silhouette saluting in front of a rainbow flag. Now, unsurprisingly, all 213 Democrats voted against it. So did 18 Republicans. Among those 18 Republicans was Tony Gonzalez. Now, this isn't the first time Gonzalez has bucked Republican voters. In March of this year, the state Republican Executive Committee censured Gonzalez for showing a lack of fidelity to Republican principles and priorities. 
The resolution specifically highlighted his vote in favor of the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which called for repealing the 1996 Defense of Marriage Act that recognized marriage as exclusively between one man and one woman. He was also the only Texas Republican to join Democrats in support of the measure on two separate votes and has also voted in support of restrictions on the Second Amendment, including red flag gun laws. He's now facing several primary opponents in his re-election bid. Isn't it nice to have an attorney general in Texas again? Now, Ken Paxton has wasted no time in getting back to work, filing a lawsuit against the review website Yelp, alleging the company added inaccurate and misleading language to the listings of pregnancy resource centers. The lawsuit states that Yelp added language to the pages of these pregnancy resource centers that don't perform abortions, noting, and they put this on the page, it would say, typically provide limited medical services and may not have licensed medical professionals on site. Paxton says that is misleading and often untrue as those centers frequently do provide medical services with licensed medical professionals on site. The lawsuit accuses the company of violating Texas's Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Yelp CEO Jeremy Stoppelman has been a big pro-abortion activist, not really a surprise. Following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade last year, he issued a public statement expressing a need for the company to take action and for businesses to, quote, help ensure that reproductive rights are codified into law. Although Yelp appears to have eliminated this misleading disclaimer from Pregnancy Resource Center's pages, Paxson says the company remains liable for penalties and other relief for the duration of its unlawful behavior. For more news of the day, go to texasscorecard.com.